to our part four of our four-part series of understanding the Claire's. So if you haven't listened to the other three Wednesdays episodes where we talked about everything from clairvoyance to claircognizance to clairaudient, now today we are going to be talking about clairsentience, which is freaking amazing. Love this Claire so much. It's the one that I am by far the strongest in. And I'm also going to be going over as well some of the other Claire's that I have in my guide to your Claire's because there are some other Claire's out there that no one talks about. And I did a lot of research when I created my guide and it is really going deep with some of the Claire's. So I want to let you guys know that I'm going to put the link to that Claire guide in the comments just in case you want to look at them a little bit further. But we're going to get started right now with clairsentience. They actually call the super empath. So I think that was really, really cool when I started learning about that. So if you know about empaths, you know they're very, very sensitive to energy around them, the energy of other people, and also energy within themselves and that kind of thing. So clairsentience actually means clear feeling and you're actually going to feel it usually like in the body however you can go ahead and also feel other people's emotions as well but a lot of times you're going to be picking it up within your body and so we're going to be talking about what is who is really good at clairsentience you know what are things that you can look for in your daily life to see if you or someone else you know has this really strong clair and then we're going to go over some divination tools that would be really really good for this person who has this ability and then I'm going to give you some homework to practice with all right and then I'm going to be going over some of the other not as common clairs because in my research there's 15 so it's going to be a lot of fun all right so let's get started with you know who is really good at clairsentience so I already told you basically what it is so now it's going to be obviously that empaths are really really big with clairsentience okay and I actually have you know some guides too for empaths so if you haven't gotten the empath self-care toolkit I will also link that in the show notes as well and then if anything ever happens and you can't like download the guide or the links not working or whatever you can always reach out to me okay Heather Danielle medium at gmail.com okay so empaths are going to be really really good at the clear feeling Claire all right also, people who are into Reiki, pranic healing, healing touch, theta healing, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you are a practitioner of one of these healing modalities, but it also can mean that you have felt the energy when you got one of these healings done. Like maybe you started feeling warm, or all of a sudden it's like you feel hot in some spots. So that is a tall tale sign. All right, so when you walk into a room, and you have a feeling, like just a feeling, like maybe you feel like even on your body too, like, oh, this doesn't feel good in here. Or like, oh my gosh, I love the feeling of this room. I absolutely love, 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 love it, love it, love it. So those are going to be signs that you are really big into the clear feeling. Another one is going to be that you get goosebumps, you get chills, you know. I know a lot of people who do, you know, psychic and mediumship readings, and they know that they're on the right track if they get the goosebumps, okay. That's their sign for it being right. So that is going to show you that you're clairsentience. 
All right, and then also another one, big one, is you cry during movies. That is me. Or you can't take, like, horror films or thrillers or those ones that make you, you know, anticipate what's coming. Like, I cannot I cannot do it. Like, I feel it all over my body. I can have my Fitbit on that day, and my heart's, like, racing. Like, I literally have to, like, shield myself, distract myself, be on the phone, that kind of thing. So if you are like that, that's really going to show, too, that you are clairsentient. All right. And also, you might get anxiety in crowds. I used to do this. I used to get anxiety in crowds. I don't anymore. But that's because you're overwhelmed with the, you know, the energy that you are picking up and you're feeling, okay? And by the way, I will link it down below too, but my book, Anxiety to Angels, it actually has different ways that you can shield your energy and things like that. And it can really help you out a little bit anyways with anxiety. So at least what helped me. So I will put that link in the show notes too, just in case that helps. All right, and then you have sudden mood ch mood changes, right? All of a sudden, you might be feeling happy, and then you might be feeling tired, you might be feeling sad, and you might be going up and down, and people are like, oh my gosh, is she crazy? And it's like, no, you, you might be, you might be. So definitely talk with your doctor, right? But um, what I'm getting at here is that you are picking up on others' emotions and you're not feeling it. Something that's very, very typical for an empath, okay? All right, let's get into the divination tools that are really, really good for clairsentient. All right, divination tools, obviously, Reiki, pranic healing, theta healing, all those healing modalities, those are considered a divination tool, and you'd be really, really good at them. And I mean, there are some people who have the healing ability, and my gosh, I mean, even when they shake my hand, I could feel it. It's so crazy. So they're really clairsentient because... You know, I can feel it, but then also I'm clairsentient because I can actually feel it when I shake their hands. So definitely pay attention when you shake people's hands, right? And if you can notice any kind of energy coming off of them. All right. You are also going to be really, really good in mediumship. And how this works is because I rely on clairsentience a lot during my mediumship. And what I'm able to bring forward a lot of the times with my mediumship is the personality of the person, okay? Like what they were like, if they were a happy person or maybe they were a grumpy person, you know, were they a strict person? Were they a person that was like really high on life, you know? So there's different kinds of personalities come through. And if you are clear feeling, you can start feeling it. You will almost like feel it in your body. You might feel like you want to start jumping up and down or dancing. Or all of a sudden you might start feeling like you're getting down in the dumps and sad and you're getting kind of emotional. And it's almost like emotional slash energy charades is how I kind of put it, right? So you're really, really, really good at mediumship. And you're also going to be really, really good at tarot and oracle cards as well. You're going to be really good at reading it. And one of the reasons why I'm bringing that, that up right now is because you will be able to feel the energy of the cards, okay? So I know, it's so funny, I know when someone else touches my cards because I can feel their energy on my card. It's like, whoa, this one feels weird and different. What is going on here, right? But when you're the only one that touches your cards, it's like you will feel a lot of times you will feel that one card is more hot than the other. Or maybe one is just feeling different, like the temperature is off. Maybe it's even colder. Then you know that also has a message for the person as well. So tarot and oracle cards are going to be your best friend. I feel though us clairsentients, they can really make any divination tool work, but those are going to be the strongest ones. All right, now, if you want to start practicing your clairsentience, okay, what I want you to do is, this is a really fun one, if you have the time, you can even have the kids join in and that kind of thing, and that is, you're going to walk into every room of your house, and you're going to practice feeling the energy in it, 
does it feel weird? Does it feel different? You know, you can even start paying attention just to the temperature changes. See if you notice any kind of difference there and then move on. Like keep on asking and being curious about what you're feeling. Why am I feeling this? What's going on? You know, that kind of stuff, because then you might be able to get more impressions that actually can answer that question. You know, if there's anything else going on and that kind of thing. So you might walk into one room and it's a little bit cooler and the temperature feels like it drops. But then again, it's like there's like nothing else in the room. It's very, very static. Like there's no one ever goes in that room. So this is going to help you practice. Okay. And I think too, that it'd be important for you to definitely pay attention to the corners of the room because in the corners of the room is where the most, you know, energy, you know, compiles, you know, is static and that kind of stuff. So you can even go into the corners of the room and then just start feeling it to see if you can feel if there's energy that is staying there, you know, or whatnot. So another thing I want you to try and do too is I want you to rub your hands together and I want you to rub your hands together for 30 seconds. This is your second exercise that you can practice with. And rub your hands together for 30 seconds and then I want you to slowly take them apart. Slowly pull your hands apart after you have rubbed your hands together. And what this is going to do, it's going to help you feel the energy that you just created between your hands, okay? And then after a while, you maybe you won't have to rub your hands together so often, or maybe you're going to be able to make the energy feel bigger and bigger and bigger. What I used to do was I would make it into a big ball, and then I would imagine source light inside of this energy ball, and then I would literally imagine it going into the earth, you know, and like helping to heal people and helping people feel less afraid and more happiness. And I would just, you know, go ahead and throw the ball on the whole entire earth and just watching it in my mind's eye, the earth just being covered with this divine, beautiful light. So that is going to be a lot of fun. And just to let you know too, this is my personal opinion. I believe that others agree with me. However, you don't have to be Reiki certified, pranic healing certified, or whatever modality that you like in order to do the work, okay? So what happens with those healing modalities is that they have found a process that has worked and has been found to be the most beneficial to the person that they're working on. But that doesn't mean that you don't have this innate ability to heal yourself and other people, okay? So you can still like rub your hands together and then go ahead and put your hand over some part of you that hurts, you know, and practice giving yourself healing. Now going ahead and having some structured education around this, you know, healing modality concept can really help. But I just want to let you know it's not it's not required. I remember one of the most healing things I ever done like I guess I went there and so one of the most healing situations I've ever been in was from this man whose name was Lucia I think he changed his name since then and it was my first time being in a group healing session and I might have told you the story I'm not really sure however my um, Achilles tendon was still hurting me because I had just had surgery on it and before we got started he said hey you know go ahead and choose a part of you that you really want healed emotional physical blah 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 blah. he was saying you're saying your intention before we go into this healing and there was about six or seven other people and then he did this like white fire it's not white fire reiki but this amazing freaking healing on us and he said that he was downloaded 
by his spirit guides with that ability just one night out of the blue. And so he had never taken, to my knowledge, Reiki, Pranic, Healing, Theta, none of that stuff. And he was just given this ability one night from his guides. And I tell you what, I felt so good when I came out of this meditation slash sleep that he put us in, right? And I also noticed that my ankle felt a little bit better, but not that much better. But I did notice that my TMJ, my jaw, my jaw pain, pain was completely gone for like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. It was insane. So I just had to give you that little tidbit just in case. And now we're going to go to our last practice. And that is, I just want you to, during your day, I want you to pay more attention to your body and the sensations that you are getting, especially any sensations that you are getting on your skin, on your arms, you know, on your face. And that's all I want you to do. You don't even have to do anything beyond that because what I want you to do is just pay attention to it. Just pay attention to how you are feeling, seeing where, where you are feeling, what, you know, different places, different sensations, that kind of thing. And then when you're ready, you can go ahead and go into a busy store and pay attention to your body and how you feel. Do you tense up? You know what I mean? Do you feel sick to your stomach? Are you feeling kind of weird, right? Especially when it's busy. And then if you're able to, I want you to go back there at a later time and I want you to have it be when it's not busy and then see if you still feel the differences or similarities you know how it has changed the energy with how many people are in there in the crowd in the store whatnot and then pay attention to how you are feeling all right don't worry we're not done yet guys because guess what we got to go over all of the clairs all right, let's start from the top, okay? We are going with clairvoyance. This one we went over in part one, okay? And I'm actually going to read right from my freebie guide. So if you have the guide, you can follow along. If not, you know where to find it. It's going to be in the links below. So clairvoyance, visual images. You're going to see pictures or movie-like scenes that flash in your mind's eye or even outside of the mind, okay? These images, which might be colorful or black and white, they can be symbolic or they can be literal. But the more you practice, the more you'll build your symbol dictionary and you will be able to understand them. All right, next up, we're going to clear audience, and that says clear hearing. Hearing our inner voice speak to us or the voice of our guide or angel is called clear audience. This voice may sound like your own voice or it might sound different. Meditating can help you determine which voice is your ego and which is your higher self. With practice, you'll be able to notice the voices of your guides and even your past loved ones. <clears throat> Pretty cool, huh? Next is clairsentience. This is what we're talking about right now. So spirit can speak to us through bodily sensations known as clairsentience. These sensations can come as physical sensations. When a person has a strong ability, they can literally feel the pain of others. That was happening to me when I was a teenager and didn't even realize it. Here's another clair that we already went over, which is claircognizance, clear knowing. And this is the ability to just know information without really knowing where it came from. Sometimes you just know when something feels right or doesn't. A thought may just pop into your head or you may have the feeling you can't explain, but you just know it's right. All right, here are two clairs that are actually pretty common as well, but we didn't go over them in detail. And they are clairaliance, all right, and that is clear smelling. 
and the ability to smell a scent of something that isn't from your surroundings, okay? This is another clear which is often underrated. Um, so when you meet someone, pay attention to any smells that you're picking up. It might give you insight of who they are. So definitely don't discount the smell. Next one is going to be Claire Gustin's, and this is clear tasting, okay? Now, one way that I go ahead and I remember to how to differentiate the two is clear Gustin's. I literally think, oh, that tastes like disgusting, right? So that's how I remember clear tasting, clear Gustin's, right? And this is the ability to taste a substance without putting anything in your mouth. This is one of the most unique clairs one can have and one of the most underrated as well. The ability is often used by mediums to communicate messages with spirit, and that is true. So I know a lot of mediums, they'll get a taste of mint in their mouth if it's around Christmas time, or they might start tasting like sugar, maybe the person is diabetic or loved candy, things like that. So it's really, really cool how you can really make these clairs work for you. All right, here's one that we have not talked about, tangency. Have you ever heard of this one? Clairtangency, and this is clear touch. The ability to receive information via touch, also known as psychometry. You probably know about that, right? Because you see Tyler Henry doing it. He is the Hollywood medium. You actually can absorb and get information from the energy on objects. All right, through clairtangency, you can gain the insight about a person, object, or a place by physically touching it. This might be through a hug, a handshake, touching furniture in the room, jewelry, or even through clothing. Some do not recognize this as a clair because they're not getting the information through that clair. Example, you touch someone, but you see something about them. In that case, you're using your clairvoyance. So it's kind of like a tricky, it's kind of like a gray area kind of thing, but I just want you to practice it. Go ahead, touch things, see if you can get anything, any information off of it, you know, that kind of thing. So that is clairtangency. Next is clairempathy. This is the one that kind of goes hand in hand with clairsentience, okay? Because it is called clear emotions. And this is the ability to sense someone's emotions, right? That are not there. Like maybe, you know, obviously you know when someone's sad and they're crying, right? But you know their emotions without even having to see anything on their face. You know, maybe you don't even, you don't even see them, right? And all of a sudden you know how they are feeling. Okay, and this, Claire in specific, is not physical touch. This is only for emotions, okay? Here's another Claire I did not know was a Claire. It's called Claire Intellect, and that is clear thinking. And you're able to channel clearly. Your thoughts seem to manifest easily and effortlessly. Most common in logical and left brain thinkers. Some do not recognize as Claire and categorize it as claircognizance, even though they're two different things, right? Because you can go ahead and have clear cognizance, which is this clear knowing, but clear intellect is thinking. So it's like maybe even a longer duration of thoughts that you were getting and that kind of stuff. Maybe you have been, you know, really in a bind or in a really bad situation, but you were able to think really, really clearly about what to do, what to do next, you know, all these kinds of things. And that is going to show that you have that clear ability. All right. The next one is clear essence. Love this Claire. This is Claire Senses. And this Claire is often known as the Claire of Claire's. And this is the ability to be clear on all senses. Okay. Now, the thing is, you might go ahead and do some research and you might actually find that Claire Essence. People also say that it's clear smelling as well. So you see how we're getting more into like the weeds on things a little bit. 
it's just kind of like the angels, you know, what angel is for what, you know, who do I call upon for what, and the different denominations of religions, you know, show it a little bit differently as well, like who's an archangel, who's not, you know, that kind of stuff, so that's where we're getting into it with the Claire's, but I just think this is really, really awesome to have to know about because, man, you're going to be able to get good on all your Claire's because once you're good on all of your clairs, you are going to make a great intuitive, a great psychic, a great healer, a great reader, just a great person overall, because you're going to be experiencing your life through all of these clairs, all of these senses, okay? So even though you might be very clairvoyant, you know, that clair seeing, if you can get your taste and your emotions and all these other things, you are going to be able to get a lot more information that can either help you, help other people, help your family. All right. Here is clarification, okay? So it's clair, O-L, faction, okay? And that is clear smelling. So this is clear smelling again, but I wanted to bring that up to you because many relate this ability with unique scents, okay? That come from both this world and the next. So it might be something that is, like I said, more unique. You might not even have ever smelt this in your life. Or like some people do, they're just the normal things that you might smell. Like one time during that psychic fair, I went ahead and I was smelling hot dogs. And I was like, are you smelling hot dogs? And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, that means that they're either into baseball. And she's like, yep, the spirit I was talking to was really, really big into baseball. All right, Claire Taction, right? And this is Clear Spirit Touch. Wow. And this is the ability to feel the touch of a spiritual being. Many don't recognize as a clair because they see the ability to feel spirits as part of clairsentience, right? But do you see again, gray area, but it's a lot of fun too, because maybe you are one of those people that don't feel from humans. Maybe you only feel from things that are not there, like spiritual beings specifically. Maybe you can feel ghosts. Maybe you can feel past loved ones, you know, and that's the only thing that you can feel. Or maybe you can feel, I don't even know, like aliens or something like that, right? Or sending masters. Or maybe you can actually feel angels. And that's going to set you apart from clairsentience. All right, next one is going to be, let me see, it is going to be Claire Eloquence. And that is clear communicating. And that is the ability to communicate clearly. A person with this ability can intuitively choose the correct words or phrases in order to gain their desires or accomplish their goal. Oftentimes, people associate this clear with clear channeling, right? Because clear channeling is when you are just able to channel, you know, a past level one angel, spirit guide, ascended master, and that kind of thing. But now with clear eloquence, you don't necessarily are you know, channeling, you know, beings from other dimensions, you know, you just will be talking to your loved one, your friend, your family, your kids, and you just have that communication on point. You are good. You know, maybe you don't stutter a lot. Maybe you don't doubt yourself a lot. Maybe, you know, you are a speaker by trade, you know what I mean? Or maybe you need to be a speaker. And that's how you are going to know that you have clear communication skill. 
All right. So there's just a couple more of the clear smellings, um, different terms, but you can go ahead and look at the guide for that if you're more interested in it. But I think that we are good. Congratulations. You have completed the four-part series of understanding the Claire's. I hope you had a super-duper time, and I will see you on Friday.